Welcome. We are the Projectile Lunchcast, a group of friends with a combined professional video games industry experience of over 20 years. More importantly, we have collectively been discussing video games for close to a century. Everybody, and including welcome back during to most yet of our another hopefully delightful episode People forced of the to witness these arguments kept telling us to just 65. get a room and make a podcast. Marcel. I'm stoked to have all of so you that's what we audience. Did. Listeners, we don't think they had any idea what they were with us, for. And I'm just here we are. as always to have And we couldn't be more excited to have you, Richard, dear listener, with me today. join us on this that, adventure. How I want to describe myself or how others describe me. I think you can describe this everything on this show from token American Richard to temporary intern guest to guest intern to that one guy who's really, really fun and entertaining. I think I get from my words. Charming dictator. I hear that sometimes. Okay. From from people on your team? No, no. I try not to talk to most people on my team. It just keeps things. It's just easier this way. It's just easier this way. So Richard, it's an exciting day, isn't it? <laughs> is it an exciting day? It is. It is. Uh, let me check the calendar. Check it is November nineteenth. Yes. Today is the yes. European launch of the PlayStation 5. Today. Um, if at any time during this recording I suddenly have to run away, it's because of the uh, heavy snow or sandstorm, whichever you prefer, that is currently raging around you, and I probably just lost connection. It's but definitely not due to me rushing to the door to accept any incoming packages. The Derude sandstorm of your PlayStation arriving. And your Xbox. When's your Xbox getting there? Oh yeah, right. Here's here's something, right? You know, uh, I have I have to I have to say something. Um, oh, no. I checked back with my lawyer. He says it's cool. Yeah. Um, contrary to continued and uh, you know long-standing slanderous accusations by both people inside CNU and people outside the show, namely listeners like one Steve, if that is really his real name, not a real person. I had not. Uh, I have not. I have not pre-ordered a a, a Xbox. And I do not own an Xbox Series X. So you're so it's on the way. No, because it's out. So you wouldn't have had to pre-order it. You could have just bought it. Oh, I think the the Microsoft is saying like they're going to be supply constrained until April or something like that of next year. So I do not have a Series X. Um, I will not have a Series X at any point in 2020. Okay. Wow. In tw- okay. So, all right, that that is the official take. No Series Xs. Yes. One PS5. So every t- remember all these times during the, the show when you tried to get a gotcha moment out of me and you asked me, always said I pre-ordered the PS5. Mm-hmm. That is still the extent of my next-gen activities right now. Yes, but now you're officially saying that you did not order an Xbox. Um, I did, in fact. Yeah, I I mean, I always said. I, I always said that I no, pre-ordered always a PS5. Never said that you always never said you ordered an Xbox. Anyways, I think it's important. What is really important here is that, Basti and you, you thought you knew me oh so well, and turns out you didn't. And now, actually, I'm the sad one. Yes. Because I have, I've been severely and also savagely misjudged by some of the people closest to my podcast persona. Right. So instead of buying, you know, I'm sure stances will differ. Instead of buying two brand new consoles with nothing to play on them, you've bought one brand new console with one pack in to play on it? 
No, I got uh, right here on my desk. I got uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales ready to go. The, the PS4. And I got uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla ready to roll. The PS4 game? Uh, no, uh, oh, the, okay. the PS5 versions both. Yes, so. versions though. Okay. Anyway, we know how. Uh, you know, because I was forced to defend common sense multiple times. We know how I feel about these launches, but you are on a on a different uh, different plane. Why don't you tell me how you're feeling about the PlayStation launch? Because you actually made some decent points about why you like it. Um, well, obviously it could have been better, but I think pretty much every launch could have been right. I think it's very rare for a for a launch to really have a standout title. Um, I mean, there were a few over time, the N64, uh, the Xbox, the Switch, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like usually it comes down to, is there some fun stuff? And I think this time around, what is like, what is a nice added bonus? Like, it's kind of weird to me that a lot of people are detracting or like, you know, taking the backwards compatibility as a negative thing, where I think to myself, look, I've, I'm obviously, I've, you know, I've been a PC gamer for a long time. <laughs> So I have over the years very often spent money that you know off more money than for a PS5 to essentially play games that I already had or that you know that were had been out on the market for a while for them to be better or prettier or something. So um, having that as a added bonus for now, you know, I I don't really understand why for some people that is a bad thing. I think it's nice. In um, in what way? I also I've not don't. Heard this, so okay. like, explain to me how backwards compatibility could be a negative thing. I mean, some of it, I think, is definitely down to console warring. I think for a long time, you know, Sony was very quiet this year about their efforts. Yeah. And Microsoft was, of course, very upfront. So you would see a lot of, you know, console warriors trying to play it up or play it down, depending on where, where their allegiance lay. And now that it turns out that Sony has done not quite as good a job as Microsoft, but still a very decent job with, the, with their backwards compatibility. Um, I think it's it's suddenly okay for a lot more, you know, like console war-oriented people to to appreciate the, the feature. Um but that, yeah, that, I mean, that like, seems like uh, such an absurd fucking criticism to me. Honestly, there, there, you know, there, there is. I mean, yeah, like for for a lot of people, I guess it was like this. Lol, I guess you need PC because you don't have new games. Lol, you know, that kind of bullshit. Um. Anyways, yeah, yeah, I think you know there, there is this. I think this fall there is a a nice range of good games out. Um, if you are in a position to get a next gen console, that means you can play those games. Uh, loading faster or looking prettier or having better performance or something. Um. If not, if you're playing them on an old system or whatever, you're still hopefully enjoying those games. That's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the way I look at this also, I know that I was definitely going to get a PS5 at some point. Um, I expect this thing to be semi-popular. So, you know, I don't see any steep price drops coming in the next one, one and a half years, maybe two. I agree. I agree. So, I don't, you know, I don't uh, think there'll be a price drop. What do you think about... The, I mean, so I, I've said this before. The reason I don't have one is because of my fear of a halfway console and how they treated games coming out on the base PS4 in the last, say, year or two of the PlayStation's life. I think they've been really is bad. This, is this about control again? It controls an example, but I think they I, I bet I could come up, like, I, probably not off the top of my head, but I bet if I looked, uh, you're going to see a lot of base PS4 games um, being being performing really bad on that. Do you hmm. think, do you see a, a PS5 Pro? And if so, why didn't you wait for it? Um, I'm, I'm to be honest, I'm not sure. Like, I, th- I feel it could go either way. 
that's so interesting. I mean, because this is the first generation that did it, but it also doesn't seem unsuccessful. It, it, it doesn't seem unsuccessful, but also, you know, like you still had the, the thing where obviously a ton of, a ton of, you know, I, I mean, obviously all devs still, you know, have to develop for like the base console still, right? And like put all that work in. Uh, I think... Yeah, the, yeah the, I mean, I could I could see it go either way. Like on the one hand, of course, you know, it um, it it was a new opportunity for companies to sell consoles, which was great for them. At the same time, I think this last generation was maybe a bit special. Like it felt at the start of the generation, there was a lot of uncertainty in the industry, like how are these consoles going to sell. You know, um, there was a lot of talk about obviously uh, mobile or whatever. You know, like killing off consoles, and you felt like companies didn't want to stretch, you know, too far or like, go too crazy with the specs. I mean, honestly, like the, the, those Jaguar CPUs, like at the time when those consoles came out, they were already, you know, not 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 dated, but you know, they were not fancy modern tech at 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 any rate already back then, right? And I feel this time around with the stuff they've done, you know, on, on the place of the art, really high-end SSD, on the Xbox where they said, we're going to have all the teraflops in there. I think this time, like, there was a lot more, like, uh, you know, confidence and, and swagger from, from companies going to this generation. Uh, so maybe this time around, they don't feel the need to to do that mid, mid-generational thing because, uh, yeah, last time... I mean, I, mean, I, th- I think you saw pretty quickly... Um, on, on the CPU side, especially, they were really constrained. Um, so hopefully, you know, this time around, they won't feel the need. Should it happen, of course, I'm just going to do probably the same thing I did last time. Um, sell my, my old console on eBay uh, and, and and get the new one. Which, yeah, yeah. You know, obviously, I can, I can see why people would, would not want to do that or would want to wait. But I mean, you know, I think you know me well enough to know that waiting for, for the new hype, that's not how the Marcel rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's always a tricky thing for me getting on board a console too, because like I want there to be enough games, but then you do have to justify the price. I, I agree. I don't think there'll be a price um, price drop, but I mean that was the thing is like I bought the Pro for the price of a PS4 essentially, right? When they when they when they when they pop that out, so that that does have me still worried. I, I think I think the only thing that we we probably disagree on there is. The idea that like oh devs have to do the work on both consoles I, I I've said it a couple times and I'll keep saying it like I really feel like uh like they should be held more accountable all around for some of the performance on these on these uh the, these late gen games I think it's yeah I, I would feel really bad purchasing a game and then not being being able to like barely play it or watching frames dip down to ten and then nobody's talking about it because like oh you should add a pro or whatever but um that could just be uh be a slight paranoia on that. Um, Astrobot is getting a lot of praise. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I I felt like maybe maybe that was that like flew a little bit under the radar because you know a lot of people are by default down on VR. But I think like also the already the PSVR Astrobot was really really highly praised, right? I think for a VR game, it does it does well. I mean, you know, it's 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 the first party stuff. I think I think I mean I've, I've be... never played it. I never. Uh... I never interacted with a PSVR outside of a previous work project. Sure. But I I recall it being very well received. I think. I think it did all right. I'm not I'm not saying that. I, but I mean, this is obviously a a much different thing, right? Like a pack in for a VR game versus a pack in for a console is. Yeah, sure. Is a whole different thing, and it's more. But yeah, like the PR one, the VR one sits at a 89% Metacritic or like Metacritic. That might be a different um that might be a different episode, but I'm not sure I can trust VR critic scores these days any days 
Um, this one, I think maybe because you know, like it was kind of like the the pack in for for a Sony thing. Like this one is pretty much, you know, from from the non VR. Like from, like from general gaming outlets. But yeah, obviously, as you mentioned, yeah. like this one, it comes with every console pre-installed. It is it seems to be you know the, the big showcase for the dual sense. Um so yeah, uh, there's, there's a ton of praise there. I'll I'll try the, it and I'll let you know. Do let me know because I mean like I, I do think that the, the the interesting I the thing I'm looking for here now is the um what do they call it? Like H H D rumble on the Yep. No, it was H D Rumble something. No H D Rumble is H D Rumble. Oops. Uh, switch. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's the same company, I think, right? That. that, this, that actually, that I do not even know, to be honest. I believe it's the. I believe it's the same people. Let me let me get my my Google Foo running in the background. Ac- like the, actually, Nintendo actually, and Sony are different companies. HD Rumble and like one has one the Mario and one has Nathan fucking Drake. That's like it's not even a competition at that point. Wow. Wow. Yeah, because you know. One of them's been in. You you show me you show me yeah. Mario over uh, Nathan Drake, and I can show you a person that belongs in gaming and maybe actual real life prison. I think what you just said not is controversial. One of the slack jawness things I've ever heard you say. Um, it's uh, there's got to be a lot a lot of competition for that. It's yeah, it's it's real bad. Um, I think I think uh, let me see uh, HD Rumble and DualSense. Dual sense the same company, I think. I heard that like in, in Call of Duty Black it's a hell of a fucking name. Um like every every gun rumbles differently when you trigger it. When you pull the trigger. <laughs> uh that sounds downright pornographic. Yeah, immersion. The company behind this is uh oh god, the first result is gamefragger.com. I'm sorry, I didn't name it. Uh, the company behind Nintendo Switch's Joy-Con controllers HD Rumble is actually the same company that developed the innovative haptic feedback technology of PlayStation 5's DualSense. Um, Wait, I the, think they're, they're in... Uh, thanks, I didn't know that, so thanks for teaching me that. Yeah. I think they're in maybe like already lies one of the problems because like, do you remember a lot of HD rumbling with you? Because you play a lot of Switch, this right? This is exactly the... the you, you, you're, you're, where our minds are in sync. Like, I think it was 1-2... Like two switch. NSYNC? Like, like exactly NSYNC. Bye-bye? You're definitely the Lance Bass to my Justin Timberlake. Whoa, 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 you, you, what? Think about it. Think about it. I'm Do you there. actually remember, like, the any the other names? Because uh, it feels like everybody obviously knows Justin Timberlake because he's great. And yeah. everybody remembers Lance Bass because, you know, he's memorable. But, like, the other two, I, I cannot even... There was one more dark-haired guy, Is there, like, right? A JT? Like, I think there's a JT. Oh, Let's could see. be. I think, right, yeah. Like, the other day I saw the Simpsons episode with the, oh, like, shit. you know, join it's... the Navy... It's a JC. The Edvan in Yoish, and there's, I think there's a, there's something like that, yeah. The one that, uh, that everybody forgets is Joey Fatone. Is that or... the one who looks like, who looks like a, should, like, like a Guy Fieri wannabe one day? Yeah, kinda, yes. Uh, uh there's a JC. But there's some deep cuts today. And there's a Chris. That was the main protagonist from DSX. Chris Kirk. Patrick. Anyway, the reason I say this is because um, just like Lance Bass, you go out of your way to ruin Sephiroth for me. So that's all oh, right. Right? Yeah. You, what he did it in Kingdom Hearts, right? Yes, Lance Bass voiced Sephiroth in Kingdom Hearts. Also, something I learned from you. I have to say, like you know, um, <laughs> it's education. I think I think like you're you you're wildly zigzagging between having like some of the most terrible like 
you should be, you know, dragged into an alien shot in the back of your head. Wow. Video game opinions and wow, like Richard sometimes drops like these amazing nuggets of information. Like the thing where you know, remember when we talked about the the cancelled games you had the the one was it ten Oops. The the, the cancelled Pac-Man thing that they did like the the, oh, the, the high ten, tour. High ten, high ten yeah, like you know, yeah, like sometimes you come up with stuff that even I have never heard of as a bona fide um aficionado of video game stuff. You'll you'll catch up once you embrace your once you come out of the weeb closet, you'll you'll be doing a little better. Just for the record, I I have not at this point I have not bought Demon Souls remake, but if I should do that in the future, let me already preemptively say that it's not weeb. It's pretty weeb. Most of those characters like does it have like fucking mind flares and stuff? That's just straight yeah. up D and D. Yeah, yeah. No, I think um, I think uh, I think we'll have to go into a deeper deeper court session on the weebness of of the souls franchise but yeah so so to to awkwardly wrangle this back like i i think on the switch i played um one two switch which isn't a pack-in i don't know why i have that game uh, i think my folks got it because we wanted to try out all this stuff when we, we did it like as a party but um that is their the, the big haptic feedback game where you're like holding the joy con in your hand and you're trying to guess how many balls are in the joy con right um and Astrobot is supposed to do really, really cool things with uh, with the haptic feedback, but obviously um, this does kind of come down to: do we think developers are actually going to use this? So do yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's probably one of those cases where like you can expect first parties to use it. Uh, I heard also good things about the implementation of it in Spider-Man and Miles Morales. And then, yeah, maybe literally tingled. Well, actually, what is it like? Uh, do you get directional feedback? Like the example I heard, like people attached. use. I think there is, you know, not, not. I, I think it's not any big spoilers because they showed it like in trailers and stuff. I think at some point, like Miles gets some like electricity powers or something, mm-hmm. and it said like you know like uh, when in some animations, like for example, like the the power on Miles goes like from the left hand to the right hand, like you will feel that going through the controller from you know from your left hand to your right hand, stuff like that. Kind of you know, with, obviously, you know, it's not, it's not uh, like, uh, you know, uh, groundbreaking or anything, but like, it sounds like nicely immersive. I, I haven't tried it yet. I'll let you know. Um, honestly, one thing I'm kind of worried about is, um, as you know, I do have sometimes um, uh, issues with with chronic pain in my hands. Um, and they said like, uh, in, in such cases, it may be better if people turn the feature off. Actually, so I, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll rumble away with my boy Astrobot, and I'll let you know. Yeah, and how that goes. I definitely, I definitely am interested in, in how they do that because, um, because I don't think the Switch has that stuff on its on its triggers that I've seen. It's just the, the haptics, like like the weird the weird examples are the ones that that are always the most enticing to me. Um, where it's like, I believe I'd heard somewhere where normally on screen, like if you're playing like Spider Man, you'd get that kind of like indicator on screen of where the the, the incoming attack is coming from. Mm-hmm. But if that can, if they can do that directional stuff via the controller, that would be neat. I'm all, I, I like clearing up a screen. And what was the other one? Like, if a gun jams, it'll be hard to pull the trigger or something. Like, that'd be kind of... Stuff like that. Yeah, would I, mean, be... I would expect that a lot of, you know, the the um, exclusives... No, sorry, like, the, the games that Sony has a partnership for for some exclusivity or stuff like that. I'm, I'm sure that... Um, yeah, as I mentioned, like, Cold War seems to have a good implementation from what I heard. Um, I'm sure that there may be some, like, death loop or so. 
uh, that they've been heavily promoting, which of course is going to be so funny anyways next year. By the time Deathloop comes out, like that deal should have been closed, and and it's coming from a Microsoft studio, and it's going to yeah. be a console exclusive. That's kind of funny. Still, they should they should put the Microsoft logo on the front of it. Yeah, I just like have a big Xbox logo and tiny in the corner say Deathloop. Just have Phil Spencer like, sorry, as that's the, just intro, the game just cover wearing wearing the T-shirt. What? It was always, um, always planned to be like this. It's supposed to be like this. It's good. So, tell me a little bit about your, um, because we, we, I, I think, uh, we're, I think we're in Europe, and I think most of our yes. listeners are probably in Europe. But uh, it depends. Just look down on yourself. Are you stark naked or not? Yes. Then it's probably Europe. Yes. Definitely. And okay. thank God for that. Works works i just need somebody to come spatula me out of this leather chair but um while i'm stuck here literally it has not been as as i would describe it easy to purchase a playstation 5 has it it has not been no um tell me tell me your i love the hoops of this stuff um actually you know i I was gonna rather than than discuss that i was gonna say um so, because you know, for me, like this is actually, um, I think it's the fourth console generation where I'm there for a launch. You know, oh. obviously, I I came later to the stuff. In... Uh, but for me, it's the first time ever I'm getting a PlayStation Home console at launch. Like, um, all my previous launch purchases were Xboxes. Yeah. Um, which is why I still don't understand why you guys thought I was gonna get an Xbox first. Like, there's no almost no three previous generations for that. Yeah. Um, when didn't you buy an Xbox for that canceled ass platinum game? I did not. I thought you did. No, uh, but I would have. I would have played it probably you know, if I had one. No, uh, the the only previous um uh, PlayStation platform I bought right at launch uh, was a PSP, and it's it's a it's a stark fucking contrast um because back then uh you know I, it was kind of like a more or less spontaneous thing. It was like, you know, I, for various reasons, I was not in the, in the greatest of moods at the time. I was thought like, hey, you know, there's some, some new gaming thing out. And, you know, what better way than to fill the void in your heart than spending money on technology? So I rolled into our local media markt. That was the... I can't remember if it was launch the other day after launch. Um, I just, you know, spontaneously went there and they had like a shit ton of those systems around. Which is different because this year, um, already like last week, so a week before launch, um, uh, the lady was at MediaMarkt and she took a picture from me like they had right at the entrance when you came in. They had signs like, hey, we're not going to have any PS5s in the store. If, if that's what you're coming for, please don't. Um, so, you know, so that, that was like, uh, I guess there was not the biggest of interest maybe in the PSP at the time. I don't know. But also, I think the PSP came, uh, it was one of those cases where it came like, you know, almost a year after Japanese launch and like six months or so after the US launch, you know, back when they did stuff like that, which was of course always terrible because you knew as a European player, you always, you Americans, you tended to get it after after Japan, right? Mm-hmm. But like for us, it was even later, like we would often get, you know, stuff like one, uh, one year or so later, um, which of course these days would be terrible, you know, just imagine being on social media or Reddit or whatever, like reading about everybody, like, you know, doing all the stuff for a year and just sitting like twiddling thumbs. Yeah, um, it'd be like you know, being were... forced to, being forced to. I mean, like you make the choice now not yeah. to buy a console. That's fine. It would be like if you were a hyper crazy Steam fanboy who decided to wait 
for PC games to get off the Epic Store. Um, yeah, yeah, people make the weirdest choices. I'm but yeah, saying, so my my only equivalent. Well, kinda, I guess. Kinda. I guess in the mindset of A these people, in in the mindset of these people, probably you're right. Yes. But yeah, so my only previous PlayStation launch experience was getting a PSP. Of course, Retracer, because what else are you going to get? And I got, and I never know how to pronounce this. Uh, is it Lumines? Lumines? Luminous? I don't know. I think it's Latu Verata. Nikto. Wait. Lumina. Anyways, I got that game from from Q Entertainment. And what's that guy's name? Is it Tetsuya? Namura? No, no, that's that's a different. That's a different. That's no Tetsuya Namura is belts from Square Enix, right? Yeah. No, this one is Tetsuya Mitsuguchi. Yes. Who made, like who also made Tetris Effect? That's Tetris Effect Connect, I think it's now called or something. That that's actually our one, uh, Xbox Series X. But yeah, um, Luminous Lumines, however you want to pronounce it, is a fantastic game. I love it. You know, I'm not normally a a rhythm game player, but that game is amazing. Like you really get into the into the groove of it. Um, I, I bought it when it came out for Switch. I bought it straight away again because it's such a good game. Highly recommend it. So it's confirmed I, to be pronounced luminous. Luminous, nice, makes sense to me. Um, I it also, I'm not sure. I'm not Lumines. sure if I ever bought much else besides those games because I didn't get much usage out of my PSP at what all. What was what was your favorite movie? UMD. I didn't watch any movies in there. What the fuck? I'm an animal. I don't. I barely watch movies on a TV, unless it's Marvel or Star There's Wars. There's a lot of great PS. Movie UMDs Spider Man 3. You're a Spider Man fan, yeah, but like, I, I still don't get why you would want to watch it on something like that. Listen, for but like, so, anyways, anyways, before we get into Amazon, like, right now, you can buy what the is... day after tomorrow UMD, but I have nothing to watch it on. Just like the other day when I was home over the weekend visiting my family, I, I saw I, I found like old HD DVDs of. I think Doom and Children of Man or some shit. Still sealed. Listen, Marcel, I'm just saying right now on Amazon for 40 bucks, you can get a selection of UMD videos, including Quentin Tarantino Presents The Hero, starring Jet Li. The Crow, that was on UMD. Uh, Tron. You like Tron? How about Family Guy Blue Harvest? I've never seen Tron. There are two seasons of Wild Boys. That you can I don't know what Wild Boys is. It's a jackass spinoff. Uh, on it UMD, you could be watching NBA The Inside. Okay, anyways, before we Kill dive further down this... Richard, do yes. you, did you ever get a PlayStation platform at launch? And what, what, oh, what were your experiences? I was actually going to tell you. So my PlayStation launch experience was glorious. You got a 2, so, right, or something? 
I, 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 well, I'm gonna get there. So I, I like you, had a had a wonderful launch experience, and that was the Nintendo 64, which hilariously only had two fucking games on launch day. But when one of those games happens, what was it? What was besides? Was it Pilot Wings? Yeah, Pilot Wings. Uh, when one of those games oh. happens to be probably one of the best games ever made in all time, ever, for any You're reason. You're breaking ever. up a little bit right now. Uh, I'm sorry, I was just clearly saying that, uh, that that it's one of the best games ever made ever, for any reason ever. Um, when that is one of those games, it's a little it's a little easier to get hype for, for that. Um, but the PlayStation 2 was a, a time where I was um, I was employed at a fine burger flipping establishment. So I had saved up my hard-earned burger flips and was going to purchase a PlayStation 2. And I'm really liking the Echoes because like you you ordered a PS5 online and then you were told, ah, you might not get it, homie, right? Um, yeah. Similarly, the PS2 was... was, I mean, I think infamously... Was, is there another launch that was as, as under understocked as the fucking PS2? In my memory, no, but I, I mean, obviously I, this I, is a... I would not know because I was not there. Um, I think I, I think probably one of the most sought after um, by virtue of having a somewhat popular and well-received launch title I think was definitely the Switch. I mean, like, right. you know, even, even this year, like, you know, uh, three years after launch during the pandemic, it's it was impossible for... for any word stock it's hard to get a switch but yeah yeah um so like i remember how we did this uh i because i actually showed up i showed up to the mall um fucking balls early so the um store at the I, it was whatever big box kmart walmart i can't remember but but they were getting they they had said that they were getting 10 playstation 2s first come first served so we showed up ass early and it was actually it was a friend of mine uh, we were actually the fifth and sixth in line, so we're like, okay, we're golden. Um, then the the before the store opened, the manager came out and he says, he says, okay, I think we're getting five. So I looked at my friend and I said, listen, man, that really sucks for you, um, but I'm getting this fucking PlayStation. And then uh, and then they opened the store and there was only three, so. We um we sat there and watched the dude who was first in line uh buy his PlayStation 2 and then sell it for like 900 bucks right on the spot to the guy who was like eighth in line. Um and yes. I didn't I didn't fucking I just I was like well this is fucking stupid and then I left and I got one like the next week. Um which is fine because the PlayStation 2's launch lineup was what fucking was, uh, was fucking what was your garbage. Launch game? Uh, I'm gonna try to find. I, I I think it might have been hilariously the bouncer. Was it the bouncer? It was definitely Summoner. Summoner was kind of cool. Not mind blowing, but kind of cool. It was Summoner, and I'm looking. I'm like Summoner was a launch game, right? I'm not fucking stupid. Yes, yeah, Summoner was I a launch game. Could have game. been yes, but yeah, also Summoner. I mean, do you think because it's from Volition, do you ah. think Summoner would have been more enjoyable for you if Johnny Gat had been in there? Um, it would, it would, the coolest thing about Summoner was when they did that, um, D&D joke with all the characters from Summoner as a, as an Easter egg. Summoner wasn't great. Um, and the other one was Time Splitters. Never heard of it. Yeah. 
That's uh. But Nieder had Crytek for a while. I, I really I love the idea of of that whole like the lore of that because I wasn't privy to any of it obviously, but I just imagine those guys sitting around and they're like, all right guys, we got time splitters, and then they all kind of look at each other and they're like, now now what? And they just went to lunch. But uh, but yeah, those two the time splitters time splitters one was all right. It was okay. And then and then I must have I must have. <laughs> That's great. So that means I must have purchased the bouncer elsewhere or later, because um, that game is also hooping stuff. I don't think. But it was like really of... hype at the time, right? The bouncer, fuck yeah! I mean, it was because you know this was this was still before, like I feel like Square had a bit of a um, weird phase between uh, like FF9 and FF10. Like where they were like, we're just gonna like, we're just gonna ride this shit. This is like Spirits Within time, right? Like where they were just getting odd with it. So like they they hyped the shit out of it, and you're like you're like, oh my god, it's the guys what made the Final Fantasies that I love. How can the bouncer yeah. be bad? And they showed you, they showed you, they demonstrated very quickly how the bouncer could be bad. Um, I obviously never played it. I mean, like you know, uh, I never had a PS One. Um, I only got a PS Two. Uh, roughly, I think it was around a year or so after it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, when when GTA three and Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance were out. Ah, um, let's see, yeah. My my first PS uh, PS one game was FF seven. As if ordained. Oh, that's. But that I don't makes think that, you that a you know like. I didn't get it at launch. From the cradle, he said, from your gaming cradle onwards, essentially you were a weep. I mean, you know, I've been I, I I was a huge fan of uh in in the states FF3 in I guess reality FF6 on the on the SNES. I never really got into the the first couple on on NES, but um but I I I had known that that was also an interesting pre-order story cuz like if we're talking about like like all that stuff like with the the huge amount of hype that that uh that FF7 got and like how big it was. Um I had uh pre-ordered ff8 and like it was one of those things where it's like yeah you know pre- like you, you don't have to put any money down but like we'll, we'll we'll save it we'll save a copy for you and like i still showed up early just in case to see if they still had any and like the clerk was like what this game and she just like picked it up off of piles of final fantasy 8 that nobody was fucking buying so that was that was inverse hype where i showed up all excited and they were like yeah no, nobody nobody else is buying this enjoy your copy of ff8 it's a fucking shame ff8's dope yeah, I mean it's had uh, what's his name, Squall, Squall, Le- Leon Hart, Lionheart. Leon yeah, and Hart. what's uh, Renoa Hartley? Hartley, yeah. Hartley, Hartley. I can't remember. Hartley, 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 Hartley. Who fucking? It had Quistis, Kiss, Quistis, Kistis. I hope you're okay. It sounds Quistus. like you're just suffering something, some medical condition, not sure, quite sure what. I don't think I can name more characters. Irvin. No, Irvin is one of our coworkers. Irvine. Oh, uh, that's where Blizzard is located. Zidane. No, that's nine. Uh, he is one of the greatest football players ever. Uh, and already one of the greatest coaches famous, ever. Famous Final Fantasy VIII character, Ronaldo. Don't remember that one. Zell, who has Mike Tyson's face tattoo. 
Also, he's like a teenager. Like, this is like a high school. Why does he have a face tattoo? Isn't it like a military school? Selfie. College. But anyways. Laguna. I, I don't... I, see, I never played the game beyond the demo on PC. Ultimicia. I always think to myself I should play it sometime. Maybe, you know, one day in the future, if I if I have maybe in the future a Xbox... played via Xbox Game Pass. What? FF do you Final think, Fantasy? Do you think we're ever bust... Yes. Do you think we're ever busties right now? He just perked up when we said Xbox Game Pass, like a little busty angel was born somewhere. Yeah, it got its wings, hoping for Final Fantasy to be on Games Game Pass. I think they should. So, be done. yeah, is that is that your only experience of like of of, of getting a console? So that that, launch, that was the one that that I got at launch, like launch day. Uh, and mm. didn't get it, and then decided that it would be um the dumbest thing in the world not to wait a couple weeks, and then I didn't do that anymore. I see. Like, I don't under I don't I, I get how people can be into it. I just don't see like a lot of times I just quickly fell into this mindset of like, what am I really missing out on? Like, what do I really want to do day one? Is it like, is Astrobot Playground really gonna fucking bring me unbridled joy? Is it gonna be as cool as owning the complete series of Aeon Flux on UMD for PSP? You you really fell into the UMD hole, didn't you? I just think it's fascinating. Like it is a it, it it's like HD DVDs, like with the with the um with the Xbox, you know, like there's just this very condensed slice of what entertainment was out then, mm. and it gives you a pretty decent idea of like what and TV you know what what exactly what companies thought the right entertainment for gamers would be like one of the first batch of HD the HD DVDs being Doom. Exactly. It is. It is four volumes of Viva La Bam. Oh God! I also want to die. So yeah, that's 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 my only that's my only console. Much I, I I can't. I I I've had other consoles. Like I've, I've owned them a lot. I've enjoyed consoles uh, until I came out. Like obviously, uh, I mean, I've said this before. Like I fell off of consoles when. Uh, 360 and uh, PS3 because I moved out here and um, international console ownership was a fucking never-ending nightmare to the point where I had like a big-ass step-down converter for my Xbox. Um, but now it seems like it might be time because like they're getting a little more global. Like I never had that problem with the PS4. Um... So I'm I'm I I I'm not sure. Like I'm I'm also interestingly at a crossroads. Like my PC is doing okay, but like, do I get a new PC or do I go back to kind of like average PC for not games and console stuff? It's uh I think this generation is going to be weird because the trend has been towards companies wisely trying to put their games out on fucking everything, right? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I think that is. That is crazy. If you think about it, I think uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, mm -hmm. like essentially the devs have to work towards or target, I think, when I count, I think 10 platforms, sure. so to speak, you know, which is, uh, which stuff's is, getting wild. I mean, you also quickly kind of see like, like, like Nintendo will always do their kind of own thing where they, they have their, their little ecosystem 
that they make on their own, but I, that that is also the reason that they keep struggling with uh, with third party development. You know, these consoles are more like PCs now, which I'm I'm with you. I hope it does lead to a. I'm a big fan of of clean generations. You know what I mean? Like this whole half step stuff really kind of did weird things. Um, I think, but uh, like these ecosystems are becoming more similar. I think, I think people are definitely realizing that, that it's more about, you know, getting their software in the hands of as many people as you possibly can. And to do that, you know, even the console, the console manufacturers benefit by having, by making that easy. So it's like, they're all kind of pulling in the same direction. Um, now that you have, so, so you're, you're unsure on demon souls. I, yes, because I'm a, and I never shit well. Wow, you are you're 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 coming out. Uh, say say you're you're a what? I said I'm a noob, and yeah. I was just thinking, what is the past tense of git? Like I know I've never gitted good. You never gitted good. I've I've never gitted good so far. I, I I'm I'm really interested to see. I bet there's a whole chunk of people that have never played Souls games that are like, well, this is obviously the best place to jump on board. Really can't wait till around sure, Christmas yeah. where those where those reviews start to become kind of defined. I'm I'm going to be interested to see what people think of that. But you've got your Miles Morales, you got your Astrobot. What's the next thing on the PlayStation? Well, um, I, I guess I'm gonna try since it's you know I get it. Quotation marks for free. Uh, I'm gonna try box snacks, which I'm still not sure I'm gonna enjoy it all. But you know, people say good things about it, and you know it's it's with PS Plus, so why not give it a try? Sure. And next month, of course, I'm gonna play uh, Ubisoft's riveting Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Man, that Ubisoft—they keep knocking it out of the park in terms of games. Great games like Watch Dogs: Colon Legion, Assassin's Creed: Colon Valhalla. And I don't think Valhalla is, does Valhalla have a colon officially? Uh, I don't think you, it does. I don't think you have a colon officially. Um, and also, uh, Immortals, Fine, Fine, Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix. And, uh, here in Germany, you should never start a word with few because that's danger close. Immortals, Phoenix, Phoenix. That game, they're gonna be great. I think it's gonna be great. I mean, honestly, like the only thing Ubisoft does better than releasing all these great games is releasing money into my bank account at the end of every month. Yeah, if there's I'm one a thing big I fan of that. On, if there's one thing I can count on Ubisoft for, it's giving me video games. But uh, so and yeah, money. I mean, uh, yeah, both like dude, some of, two of my favorite things, honestly. Um, a, a ride up there with Subway. Dude, do you money. realize like I, I haven't had a sub since March? You haven't had a su- like a subway sandwich since March? I haven't had a subway sandwich since March. Like I'm going through levels of withdrawal that you know are um should be criminal. Um maybe they should develop some kind of subway sandwich haptic feedback simulation for the dual sense. I think you can do this at home. Just take your shiny new DualSense controller and ram it into your stomach as hard as you can. Okay. And that um, will be that will be like eating a subway sandwich. 
wow, that's kind of harsh because I dig that stuff. But um, I, th- I think like for me the, the whole BC thing is is less controversial because um, I got a a Xbox 360 at its launch. I um, it, it was great. So I was there in the morning, like 10 minutes before the store opened. I stood there with my mom and uh, my best friend's dad, because like you know my brother and my best friend, like they were both still in school. Um, so, you know, and it was just like one person can buy one console. So I was going to buy one for myself, my mom, for my brother and the dad for, for the guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we were also funny enough, like one of the ladies, um, that, that was waiting there with us. I, I knew very well from frequently buying Big Macs from her every week, almost every week, the Big Mac, they have that guy in the States who just eats a Big Mac every week. Uh, you know, yeah, back then, yeah, back then that was fine because I also did sports like three or two, four times a week, so I could eat a ton of junk food and I would not gain weight. I really miss those days, to be honest. Those were the greatest days ever, because wow. these days um, I can even do sports, not eat junk food, and still kind of gain weight somehow. Magic. It's Listen, great. that's that's what happens. You know, time makes fools of us all. One day we're the smartest people in the room the next day we're purchasing a console with zero exclusive games that's not true wait what that's not true um also and you know back then i got uh, usually it's funny like usually in the past i always told myself that i want to try uh you know to usually usually i I was going to get three games when i bought a new console so like obviously you saved up for a while uh, for that um back in the day and uh, for the 360 I think like there was a you know solid lineup. It wasn't great. It was solid. Um, and I got the the full first party lineup pretty much. So I got Cameo. I got um, Cameo. Cameo was underrated. Park Zero. As much as I and, hate that term. And Project Gotham. I think it was Project Gotham Racing Three. Was it? Could be. The launch one, I believe. Let me check my extensively. Um, extensively researched research materials by which i mean i did one google search i clicked on the first result project gotham racing 3 yes yeah um and honestly yeah obviously i expected as a shooter person that i was going to play or that that my favorite out of those would be perfect Perfect dark zero yeah um it was not out of those three games it was the one i liked the least Uh, i absolutely it's funny because i normally don't play racing games i'm not good at them at all but I absolutely loved the Project Gotham series, like because with with the kudos or so, it always felt like there was something, you know, like when it had stuff like the speed cams or so, it always felt stuff like, hey, you know, I may not be the greatest racer, but there is other stuff that I can motivate myself or that I can try to get good at or so. Like for example, like the speed cams was like, have, have you ever played those the game? Which game? Uh, the Project, the Project Gotham. Gotham no, I I I I I I've always heard uh, from racing enthusiasts that it's it's. Um... It's a good time. Yeah, for example, they had stuff like, you know, it, it was just like a, a short stretch of street like with like one or two corners. And at the end of it is a speed cam. And like you have to you know, reach a certain speed to get like different metal tiers or so. So stuff like that, you know, which was just yeah. like super, you know, one run takes you like 10, 15 seconds. Like really, you know, gets that arcade feeling of, okay, I want to try this again. Hey, maybe if I you know a split second earlier breaking or something, I think I can get like over, over the next you know like a tier or so so that was great um but yeah like uh the, the funny thing here for me is that the game that i think was for seemingly for most people the launch title 
of of the Xbox 360 I didn't even get at launch um, because I had played it on PC before just a single player but it seems like for most people I think it was all about Call of Duty 2 Call of Duty 2 and Perfect Dark were what I what I walked away on and yes no I it, it was because I didn't play it on on PC but um, that game um, that game did it man it did the thing like it it, it is it is a launch title that I think um, that I think people forget about nowadays because you know I mean you, you put it in the pantheon next to like Halo or you know an even better game like Mario 64. Um, whoa, whoa, then, whoa. Yeah, then uh, then it, then it doesn't really add up. But I mean that thing that thing did it. It showed That's off true. the it showed off the graphics. The D-Day level is is going to be famous for being a D-Day level, um, of which they've done a few of. But that's probably the one, right? Um, it's What's a this, really, yeah. it's a really fantastic campaign all around. Um, good multiplayer, split screen back in the day. Um, but you yeah, know. Uh, I, I think if I think if you compare like that, that's the, I think that's the one to, to nominate. I, 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 if you're a PC kid, you missed it, um, or you missed the hype, right? Because like whatever. But I mean, th- I think that's a staple of the 360. Was this is the first time where, well, not the first time, but this was a a reaffirmation for console kids that their games could look really good too, and that always does really good on on consoles. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously that back then was like uh, the, the magical leap. To, like, to look, HD, look good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, uh, I I somehow managed to convince my parents at the time to also get an HD TV, um, which you know, obviously in in Germany, I don't think like uh, you know, television was was broadcast in HD for a long time afterwards. Still, exactly. But like uh, you know, our games looked great, and so they would, I guess, they were happy for my brother and me to be happy. But yeah, I think like for, from that, uh, the the game that really stood out for me visually at the time was was actually cameo like you know riding around like that that uh, the central kingdom thing yeah. where, like you had like tons of uh, enemies fighting and you a lot, know, of, you lot of physics all stuff all going the on bumps, there. Uh, bump mapping and stuff like that yeah that was, uh, was nice um who do you think uh was the kylo Ethan ren oh. shush kylo ren more meme for making things shiny in perfect dark zero I think you know it, it's kind of unfortunate because, uh, as you say, it was a it was a decent, it was a fun game. You know, it was not great. Or I anything. never said that. Well, as you just said, you know, you I loved never it. said that. But I like um, I liked cameo. It's still that like even all these years later, how many people you know probably remember that game for the wall guy meme? How fucking shiny that? it is. It, it was very shiny. I mean, like you know, now that now That's that uh, that one of the for. one of the standout features of the new consoles is ray tracing. You know, we're we're back shininess is you know once again. Um, people love the the shininess of Miles Morales in in window shop win, in shop windows in you know pools of water on the ground on ice. You know, it's uh, shininess is the new. Uh, what was the feature of last generation? Shininess. I mean, to me, like it was, it was uh, P- uh, PBR. Like it was physics. Sweat. PB. Yes, right. PBR. Sweaty basketball players. Yeah, I think, but that started with the 360, right? Like that's, uh, I think that where we got to the trend, where like uh, the first time, you know, they show off next gen versions of sports games. It's all about how sweaty the players are. I think that started with. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the like the, look at the, the horse sweat, right? yo. The sweaty, sweaty uh, basketball players. It's um, wet, wet streets and racing games. Yeah, you know that's. Uh, 
I mean, it, it, it kind of makes sense. I mean, for racing games, it, you know, it always felt like a racing game is a great uh, a launch showcase, and you know, they're pretty much always there. Uh, for for the 360 project, Gotham Racing looked great. Obviously, like jumping to HD, it looked so much better than previous racing games. Uh, for the Xbox One, you had um, I can't remember which one. Forza Five must be Forza Five. Forza Motorsport Five, I think, looked fantastic. Um, on on the on the PlayStation, I never played it, but like you know, I was completely blown away just seeing clips of um, Drive Club. Like the weather in that looked, yeah, unbelievable at the yeah. time. So yeah, um, it's kind of weird that this time around, you know, uh, that neither, neither of them has has a racing game ready. Um, but then again, you know, um, supposedly Gran Turismo was coming out first half of next year. So I could conceivably imagine that without Corona, it would have been out for launch. Um, obviously that is going to look great and probably be very boring to play. Um, to me at least. Uh, yes, yeah, sorry, you know, um, for whatever reason. Um, I I found some enjoyment with the with the Forza Motorsport games. Um, Grand Turismo never did anything for me, uh, apart from you know, like obviously looking at it and, and thinking like, holy shit, this. The I most mean, those fun games always I have look crazy. In Forza is my my father uh, enjoys driving a Nissan 350Z. And that I like was to, on the cover of Forza 2. I believe was so. Um, I like to. What's like his color? To, silver. I like to uh, buy that car and make it look as douchey as I possibly can, and then send him pictures as if it Did were my car. Did you put some anime skins on it? I absolutely do that. Um, nice. And just like giant uh, like fenders and fins and all that shit. And then I I send him pictures in the photo mode as if it were my car, and he he is never amused. I was like, "What do you think of my new my new baby?" And he's like, "That's that's we." I thought we made sure that you were educated. And I said, I'm educated enough to buy this hot-ass anime 350Z. Look at this. What? He seemed... Uh, uh, do you think he, he has? He still has you in his will? I d- absolutely not. I don't think... I, I think he's hired an actor to talk to me for the last 10 to 15 years, if we're being honest. And just kind of like slowly swapped himself out. So... That could explain a lot. Thanks, thanks, Marcel. Thanks for that. You know, that's what I'm here for. You know, I, I actually have to say, um, it's kind of weird because you know, uh, it, uh, I think from the get-go there had always been this narrative, and admittedly, a lot of the time that narrative is true. You know, there's some water to it that Microsoft has obviously been lacking in uh, first party compared to Sony and Nintendo's efforts. But I do actually think, honestly, that the original Xbox had one of the best launch lineups ever. The original Xbox? Yes. Because of Halo? You had Halo. You had, had Halo. Gotham Racing, which was yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, Dead or Alive 3, which looked amazing at the time. Also, she kicked very high is what I hear. She kicks high. That is true. Um, I mean, like, obviously, there were there were a lot of other games that were quickly and probably rightfully forgotten. Like, who who remembers Bloodwake or Azuric? Yeah, or uh, what is it? Ring, like something ring. There's a PlayStation Eternal Ring, shit like that. There's some, I mean, but that's the thing is like sometimes. And look, I'm not saying that we were ever involved in something like this, but sometimes it's just your idea is to make the shiniest, most good-looking launch title you can. Again, I, I don't know anything like this, and just put it out, and then people will get it a lot at launch, 
don't know a specific game that I'd be talking about for this, and then no one ever talks about it again because it was kind of like, you know, mediocre. Again, no specific examples of anything. Still, that ever honestly, recently I heard people talk about that game again, you know, as they as they came together and discussed launches and great-looking games. And this non-specific game that was about uh, the Son of Rome um, came up again in discussions. No idea what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, it's kind of funny. I think, like, actually, you know... Um, Looking purely at the quality of the games, not the exclusivity, because I know that's going to be the thing that you're going to bring up in a second, so I'm preemptively taking away all your toys, as should have been done a long time ago. Um, purely on the quality of games, I think this may be one of the best launch lineups that PlayStation ever had. Jesus Christ. It look is, at previous is. launch you're, lineups you're right, you're and right. tell me, were there better games so, than Miles Morales, no, than no, Astro, exactly. and then Demon Souls? I mean, Astro... Uh, okay, hold on. Actually, yes. I, I think... Um, I think one of those games interests me. The other one is a cool pack-in, but I don't know if it'll go down in history. But uh, but yeah, um, I, I do think I, in terms of games, there were there were better launches. We just discussed like five of them. I do. I think it's a bad launch. Like no, I said, it, Sony. It's like specifically PlayStation launches. Specifically PlayStation launches. That, as specifically said, I think this is probably yep, could right. be you, Sony's you best. To, you, this 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 quickly became. You, you might as well have just said, you know what, look, guys. Uh, I know there's been a lot of rocky launches, but this is the best PlayStation Five launch ever. For how many qualifying statements you have? No, I specifically said PlayStation. Nothing Let's else. See Why would got. I compare it to something else? I mean, yeah. I tried to look up PlayStation One launch games, and it's just Battle Arena. <laughs> Shit. It was uh, Arena. Rayman, Rayman's, Rayman's alright, yeah. Ridge um, Racer. Ridge Racer. Air Combat. Street Fighter the movie. Never mind, you lose. Um, Armored Core 2 is fucking dope. Uh, PS2, okay, I think. Then we move on to PlayStation 2. Yeah, I think exactly. that had stuff like Smuggler's Run or something. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Armored Core 2 is good. Dead or Alive 2 is a thing that people would like. I liked it. I played it a lot. How many fucking games came out on the PlayStation 2 launch? Time Splitters is great. Um, well, I guess stri strictly speaking, really, like you probably should only compare it to the Japanese launch. Uh, Tekken Tag is on there. Oh, yep. I don't know. No, I think this is this is not. Um, but this is in PS2 and PS2 had the full PS1 backwards compatibility. I think you're, I think you're in trouble here comparing these launches. But the PS5 has full PS4 backwards compatibility. Exactly. So you can play so, all the stuff like Last saying, of Us, God of War. But I'm saying you already had a full generational backwards compatibility, and it would be difficult because there's a lot of amazing PS1 games to kind of compare. So I'm going to say that those are probably evenly matched. I, I, I think if you're talking about taking toys away from the PlayStation, it's back compat because PS2 had it, right? And then you're stuck with launch titles. And one of those is a pretty version of a PS3 game. Mm. Mm. Um, Miles Morales looks fucking dope. Those guys are going to do great. Uh, I hope it's really good because um, I would like to see them continue doing great. And Astrobot, I, I don't... Astrobot, I think, might be one of those that, that people will fondly remember, but it is a giant PlayStation advertisement. I'm, I'm not sure if that'll be a thing. I don't I don't know if you see Astrobot in, like, Game of the Year contention. Of course. 
we've seen yesterday when they uh, unveiled the, the nominees for this year's Game Awards. Um, all it is takes it? to get a nomination at the Game Awards for Jeff Keighley is like to have a Sony logo somewhere on your game. Oh my yes, god, I didn't even know. The, oh, I gotta look at these nominees. I say it's bullshit and I'm deeply disappointed. What what didn't get nominated that you wanted to get nominated? I think um, that uh, Sandra Saad uh, for her voice acting as Kamala Khan in Avengers should absolutely have been nominated for best lead performance. That would require me to play that and that seems like a terrible you can idea. you can just google it like you will find tons of people agreeing with me i think like she did a regardless of the game or anything at all i think she did an absolutely outstanding job as kamala khan goes to sushima for game of the year huh and best narrative which i'm also not quite sure because Doom eternal for game of the year huh because personally i think the first time you see a certain character in that game, in, in the Ghost of Tsushima, you know how the game is going to end. That's how it felt to me. Which character? You, your uncle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's wild. That's almost as predictable as Watch Dogs Legion. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake for Game of the Year. What the fuck is going on here? To be honest, like, for, for the first half of the year or so, at least, until, yeah. uh, you know, until fall now, uh, I would say that Final Fantasy VII Remake was... A personal contender for me as well for Game of the Year. That's nuts. Um, Hades is, seen a is lot well of Hades. deserved. Hades seen a lot absolutely of Hades. is should be up there. Like it's still definitely one of my contenders personally. Which is kind of weird, you know. But it, but you you see how 2020 is a crazy year. Like could you have yeah. imagined a time where Marcel would say, "Hey, two of his personal contenders would be a JRPG and a, a indie roguelike." Do you think that the Game Awards? Happening? Do you think that the Game Awards has played um, more than four games this year, or is it just a? Uh... I like I like how they have their almost scornful uh, indie game side category. I mean, what is also always bullshit to me, and maybe I take that personally because it's the genre I work in for these past couple of years, but just the fact that like they they put in. Um... You know, like Gears Tactics is nominated in the same genre category as Microsoft Flight Simulator. What the fuck? Seriously, Jeff? I um, I'm gonna strategy and simulation. Okay, sure. It's, why not? It's it's the year of whack, and I'm gonna say that this year Humble Bundle has become whack, and the Game Awards have been whack. Honestly, I, I, there's just two things I'm I'm very curious about with the Game Awards. Yeah. One is I'm looking forward to what way he will find to to cram Kojima in there, <laughs> and to lavish additional praise onto his personal god and savior. And the other thing is, you know, do you remember like how last year's um, Game Awards ended? I do not. How did they end? You know, they had like that, you know, obviously a ton of people, right, watch the Game Awards for, you know, for, for the game reveals, right? It's fair to say. I would say and that 99 point fucking 99.999, also additional point 9999.99% of anybody fucking halfway looking at the Game Awards is looking for fucking new game trailers. And the other percent is just somebody who can go on their forum for whatever shit ass game they play and they're like, see, it won. <laughs> Um, there's so the yeah, other, like the, the other the slices big... is salty assholes like me who will be like, 
I can't believe this got nominated. Uh-huh. The big final reveal last yes. year, like that, you know, out. Of, so for you know, like a bigger reveal, like you know, the bigger finale. I mean, like last year they had Phil Spencer unveil the design of the Xbox Series X and Hellblade 2 as like one of the first next-gen games, right? Mm-hmm. But that was not a big finale. The big finale was the reveal of Fast and Furious Crossroads, a game which currently sits at a, a open critic average rating of. Want to take a guess? Uh, honest guess? guess? Not look it up. Guess. Uh, okay, honest guess. Fifty percent. Thirty-eight. What is it? Thirty-eight. Oy. So Listen. I want to see how he's gonna like top that one. Because that guy, like even back then, you know, no offense, you know, um, we we all know, you know, or or I know, you know, how licensing can work and stuff like that. But even like when they showed that trailer, it it looked terrible. So I really would love to see, have heard the conversations where they were like, hey, you know, we got a Fast and Furious game. They're like, sure, you're gonna get top billing and first. I was just like, what have I done, Hideo? What have I done? Who is out of these nominees the best esports athlete? As my esports. Correspondent. I, I don't know who's nominated. Is it Crim Six, Showmaker, Canyon, Shotzi, or Zaiwu? I'm not familiar with these people. Which content creator is the content creator of the year, Marcel? Let's just test your knowing of people. Is it okay. Alana Pierce? Yeah. JN Lopez. Nick Merckx, him the Tatman, or Valkyrie? Uh, I'm gonna go with Alana because like she must have done like good enough content that she got hired this week as a writer at Sony Santa Monica. Well, she's done. She's done stuff before. She was. She's in Cyberpunk, yeah. She's like done. A lot of people seem before. to be in Cyberpunk, including Elon Musk. Awesome. That's how you know it's the future. Yeah, I mean, he creates content, I guess, on his Twitter. What is the best esports event, Marcel? Is it LOL Worlds? Is it Blast Premier? Spring 20. What the fuck is. Oh, CSGO. Is it Call of Duty League Championship? No, it's the League of Legends Worlds. Is it the IEM Katowice? Katowice. Yeah, or is is it the only other nominee? Is it the Overwatch League Grand Finals? You know, then out of these, I would say it's I am Katowice, cool. um, which I've never been there, unfortunately. But like uh, back in the day when I briefly worked in esports, all my coworkers absolutely loved it. Like they they loved the, the location, the 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 audience, the fans. It it looked super cool. Like I um was sitting in the office watching the um I am StarCraft Two Championship yeah. and. Uh, Holy you shit, know, you actually know I mean, about this stuff. Wow. Sure, like this, this. I mean, Katowice is in, in Poland. Yeah. Um, one of the at the time, uh, best StarCraft two players in the world, uh, King Arthur, they called him. Like, it w- was Polish, so you know, obviously you had like that home crowd excitement. That was pretty hyped to watch. Well, of course, I know a, this stuff. Since you're such an esports fanatic, tell me the best esports host. Is it Alex Golden Boy Mendez? Alex Machine Richardson. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm sorry about your name. I'm what I'm about to do to this. It if you jocks deporter deporter. How did I do yeah. on that? If you? Yeah, I think it's if you. Yeah. 
If you, ah, I'm sorry. I'm trying. Uh, James Dash Patterson or gee, what the fuck? Okay, I'm gonna try this again. Uh, Yorian Shiver Vander Hygen. Uh, it's like Yoks because she is she is uh, from League of Legends. Okay. Really? That's it. That's the only qualifier. No, she's she's likable, and uh, I mean, uh, there's uh, honestly like there is a lot of there's a lot of jerks in esports stuff. So anybody who knows, it's just like a likable, nice person. But you said because she's from League of Legends. Yeah, you know, that's why I'm familiar with her. So your best esports game of the year should be League of Legends. I mean, and, and, uh, yeah, obviously. Have Have you seen like that shit from Worlds? It's crazy, man. I have not. Do I strike you as the kind of motherfucker that would have seen that shit from Worlds? I'm not talking about the game itself, like the games itself. I'm just talking about like all this stuff, like um, like how they, for example, they replaced a lot of uh, manhole covers in in uh, Shanghai with like the logos of the teams and stuff like that. You know, just like from the, essentially, if if you looked at like the way that was promoted uh, in in Shanghai, which is the biggest city in the world, you know, that is almost like on the level of like an Olympic games, uh, Olympic games or something. You know, okay. It's absolutely crazy. Sure, but Sony, for the release of the PlayStation 5, changed the signs of the underground in London. Yes, and some so... names. And have you seen the one for, for Horizon? Because I love that. I have not. Uh, like It was just Horizon. Like they, they changed the station name to Horizon Forgotten West Ham. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. That's not bad. That's not bad. Marcel, I think, judging by our annual... Or multi multi annual savaging of Jeff Keighley, um, that we have we feel like we've covered the PlayStation Five game launch game console launch. Yeah, I mean I've been here for an hour and like still nobody's fucking rung the door. What the fuck? I well, see like you're on Twitter, like on my timeline, I see all my coworkers getting their PS fives and I'm like, yeah. dude, what's up? I have actually been waiting outside of your house in a van to claim to be you to get your PlayStation 5. So as soon as it gets here. Do you think like there's a lot of people sitting outside their own home in a van claim? Yeah. I, that, I'm not sure that seems believable to me. You've honestly. seen the kind of people delivering packages lately sometimes, man. I, I've had people... But they know packages. me. You know, like I, I, live, I live in a house that has like wait like 16 flats or something but i'm flat number one so like essentially when they can't be bothered to walk up the stairs or something like they drop all the stuff so like you know at this point i think i'm almost on a first person a first name basis with with our delivery guy because they just drop all your... the stuff with us always we'll see who gets your playstation first okay we'll see um Shout out to your Twitter handle this week, or do you have one? I can't remember. I do. I, come on, man. Look, I know I got a little mad about it, but I have a Twitter handle. You guys can talk to me on Twitter. It's at Richard's UMD Collection. Please buy my UMDs. I have exclusive UMDs. You can buy Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. You can you buy... just cut off there, but I think it just adds to comedic effect of somebody talking about UMDs in 2020. You can buy Queen Latifah's Beauty Shop. You could buy Tim Allen's Christmas with the Cranks. You could buy Joe Dirt. You could buy the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen from me. Are you looking for Blade? I have Blade, but not Blade 2 because the UMD was already discontinued by then. How are about... these really things that I... These are all my UMDs. How about Family Guy presents Stewie Griffin, the untold story, all new, outrageous, uncensored, never before seen. 
buy that from me on Twitter at Richard's UMDs. Was that Richard's UMD collection a minute ago? That's exactly what I said. Tweet okay. tweet me. Okay. Witness you. You can buy Harold and Kumar go to White Castle Extreme Unrated okay, um, If you have any other feedback uh, beyond, Richard's, beyond Richard's UMD collection, you can of course send an email to projectgaluncecast.gmail.com uh, You can follow us on Twitter at Plungecast. It's just like Plungecast at Plungecast. Um, if you keep Evil talking, I will fucking strangle you, I swear to God, Richard. I'm just trying to name all these amazing UMDs. I'm sorry, you go ahead. You go ahead. Um... Yeah, just follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us on all, Evolution. all of the world's best. Um, Nightmare uh, on Elm Street collection. Podcast, Apple, uh, iTunes podcast, Apple podcast is called actually. Resident Spotify, Evil all the platforms that you may have. Uh, we look forward to Resident talking to Evil you again trilogy. in two weeks. Then maybe Best is going to be back. And Resident then we're going to have Evil first and next gen impressions of new consoles. Resident Evil uh, I hope that until then Richard's wife will viciously... Collection eviscerates him i will encourage you strongly to do so um please stay Beam safe we look forward to being listened to by you again in the future take care jackass Goodbye. i'm just waiting for my ps5 to arrive cavalcade of cartoon comedy we the old school yeah old school we the old school Yeah, old school. Been getting that money for a girl sweet as honey. Got me some roses and a little bling. I knocked at her door, she said, what you waiting for? I heard you was looking for a king.